Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With Tesco, where you won't pay more for the products that matter most to you. Tesco, every little helps. If I told you a story about two teenage boys from Cork who steal bicycles and ride off on a mission to find a missing bale of cocaine worth seven million... (laughs) really. It might give you a clue as to who we're talking to next on the show. Uh, Shane Casey is coming to the Lime Tree Theatre on Thursday, but let's first remind you a little of Shane's work. Uh, Here he is in character, hijacking a bus. What the f*** are you doing? You told me to negotiate. I mean, like, ask for a pizza or something. That's not a bad idea. I'm actually starving. Sounds good, does it? Yeah, delicious. Why was only messing about the dead bodies? Gotta put the knife away if it makes you more comfortable. Look, if I order some pizzas, will you all have some? You don't have to have it now if you're not hungry. You can bring it home for your supper. It's going to be free. I'll have a 16-inch pepperoni and a can of wedges. Would you like anything to drink? What, the coke? Will I get pepperoni for everyone, or do we have any vegetarians? There's always one. So, one vegetarian, a rake load of wedges, ten corks and ten orange. Can I have a tenora? Sure. Shane Casey in character in Young Offenders hijacking a bus in in quite a friendly manner and uh, Shane as I mentioned on the line good morning to you how are you? Hi Joe how are you? Good now you're coming to Limerick with your own play and how different is that to what you do on Young Offenders? Um, Well I wrote the play myself a few years ago um, going through a period of uh, rest we'll call it as an actor but uh, Generally, people just call it unemployment. Um, so um, I was a painter and decorator myself for years, and that's actually how I, I, um, I left secondary school. I went off to take up an apprenticeship of painting and decorating, and as you know, they say, write what you know. So uh, in this down period of uh, no work between various shows, uh, I decided to write this play, Wet Paint, uh, how it relates to um, the Young Offenders is the fact that basically um, off the heat of the show, the Young Offenders, uh, I decided to put the show back out on the road uh, with the gracious help of Pat Talbot. It, it's a comedy. It's about um, two painters and decorators working together and their boss, so three painters and decorators. And uh, I suppose it is a little bit relatable to the Young Offenders and the fact that they're young men trying to find their own voice, and it is a comedy. So I'd say a lot of the people who do enjoy The Young Offenders should enjoy the show, you know. So hopefully uh, I'll see some of those people um, on Thursday night. And Shane, are you juggling both at the moment, Wet Paint and Young Offenders? Uh, I think it's safe to say I've just finished up on The Young Offenders filming for the moment. Um, so we're we're hoping on some news on dates and um, for that sooner rather than later. But uh, we've just finished off on season two. So I would have been around Cork City for the last few months doing a bit of filming and uh, it's very, very exciting what we're going to do, you know. Um, How do Cork people react to young offenders? Uh, they, they react with it, with a, I suppose, one with a little bit of pride that there there's something being made in the city because it does bring a, a lot of work into the city with the various production 
companies and crews and actors coming home or whatever way you want to put it. But it's also the whole thing of uh, holding a mirror up to yourself and being able to look and laugh at yourself as well. You know what I mean? It's it's um, They take it with a pinch of salt. Uh, they, they're proud that their own accent is up on the screen. I, I suppose it's, it's a bit like the young, or it's a bit like the rubber bandit for ye. Um, it's not going to be everybody's cup of tea, but, you know, you're also proud that somebody's trying to communicate something from your city, you know, and that's basically what Peter Foote did, you know. Yeah, and it's an interesting thing, because in Limerick, I think we've come through something of a transition about all of this. I mean, there was a time, and I'm thinking particularly Evangelist Ashes when it first yeah. came out, that the reaction in Limerick was quite hostile. Today, people seem a little more open, as you say, to seeing all parts, even in exaggerated form, of their own place. Yeah, I, I think that's an important thing uh, to to give something a little bit of time and let it breathe because ultimately I, I think when people are making art, they're not primarily making it for their home city. They want to make it for everybody else, you know what I mean? So uh, I, I, I'd say I, I do remember some of the controversy surrounding uh, Angela's Ashes at the time, but now it's going out and it's entertaining the rest of the country with their show. And um, that's basically what I want to do with my show. I, I suppose it's that you focus enough on the locale and then it makes it somewhat universal. And I think Cork and Limerick are, are a lot closer to each other, having a lot more similarities than, I suppose, sometimes we like to care to admit. But we, <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? I mean, Cork, Cork has had its issues over the years with various hassles and uh, I suppose... Limerick has had its issues and, and it's uh, it's an important thing to show these type of characters as well as showing the upper middle class um, guys who were out at rugby matches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, well, That mightn't be the case in Limerick now because they do know it's a bit more uh, well, it's, it, there, well, You're, you're absolutely right. It, it, it covers everyone. Now we'd have our upper middle class types at rugby as well but it's certainly oh, yeah, a people's yeah. game that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, we're chatting to Shane Casey of Young Offenders fame about his play Wet Paint which is coming to the Lime Tree Theatre and you mentioned it's a comedy very funny yep. but there is maybe a lesson to learn in it because of when you've set it and the world in which we're now living again as we start to see Ireland back in if not boom times certainly better times Yeah um, I suppose I wanted to, I wanted to um, base the show in 2005, and that's when it was based, uh, when when Cork was the European capital of culture, and um, I suppose a lot of people would say in proper order too, but uh, it was the European capital of culture, and we were kind of getting a little bit carried away with ourselves, with uh, people buying second cars and houses, and everybody going to Lanzarote for the weekend, and stuff like that. So uh, I suppose we're getting back to a, a time when people do have a little bit more money and I suppose it's not a cautionary tale or anything. It's just kind of reflective of how society was at the time. Uh, at the time in Cork, uh, we had an abundance of plays going on uh, that an awful lot of people never got to see and there was also concerts being held that would seem somewhat upper upper middle class that uh, I know a lot of people would have loved to have gone to but didn't have the opportunity. Andre Buccelli, is a, uh, he played in the barracks in Cork and uh, um, that's the main part of the show and the scramble for tickets. I'm sure you understand the scramble for tickets uh, down in Limerick, especially yes, last yeah. year when you had your All-Ireland success. Yes, we did. So, uh, but I have to say, the way it's summarised is absolutely brilliant. Um, wet paint. And it, it, you know, I wouldn't normally do this, but I must read it because yeah. I think people will get a real sense of what you're saying. 
It's 2005. The country is booming. Jam bonds are at an all-time high at €2. Euro. That blind opera singer guy's coming to Ireland for a special concert in Cork and tickets are impossible to find. Tony has a fresh tan from the Canaries. Pa's wondering how Liverpool will get on in the Champions League. And Barry's got... A secret. I think yeah. that that kind of sums it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. I, I suppose the main thing, and I kind of gotten carried away there with my lip bravado or whatever kind of speech thing you, that you want to call it, is that fact it's about three painters and decorators on a building site. And you don't often get to see those type of plays being put on. So it's very accessible to men and their, and their families, or women as well, who work on building sites, to come in and see something that's what they go through day in, day out. Uh, whether it's arguing over the newspaper or what newspaper we're going to get or what, more importantly, what newspaper we're definitely not going to have on the building site. Uh, your little jambons, you know, that sort of stuff and the arguments that do go on and the pressure that men are put under on the bil- on building sites just to get jobs done and stuff like that. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I had a lot of people come and see, we had a lot of people come to see this show earlier in the year and we were in the Opera House and we did really, really well from it. And it was so nice to have guys who were, you know, back from Australia and saying, oh, man, you told my story. And um, for their families to be able to go in and see what what, what men go through um, from day to day. And also, I suppose, I won't say the subtext, but there's this whole nonsense that men don't talk about their problems. And I think that kind of perpetuates the problem as well. Men do talk about their problems, but we might necessarily do it face to face. We probably do it side by side. Yes on the building side or side by side side at the bar and um, or or else having a game of pool on a Friday night and I just think that there's a lot of BS out there about men not talking about their problems and I I think I just wanted to kind of put that out there a little bit within this play as well and to say do you know what if if you turn around and tell me that you have a problem I'm going to listen to you you know what I mean and and, uh, men on building sites and and, and women in offices and nurses and so on and so forth people are very loyal to people that they work with you know and we do keep an eye out for people you know and the other thing is that you know Liverpool fans had just stopped talking about the 2005 Champions League final when they won it again this year so they can chat about it for another 15 years it's amazing how these things (laughs) tend to pop up on the news uh, when the play comes out again you know and we have Andre we have Andre Bucelli playing up in Dublin Dublin later on in the year as well. That's so that right. So it all sits. But look, all right, the, the main thing is it is a comedy and I'd hope it to see everybody brilliant. there and I'd be happy to meet people afterwards and have a great chat and talk about the young offenders if they right. want to do that. But so, come sounds, and see so, the show. Sounds brilliant. Sounds brilliant. Wet Paint, uh, written by and starring, of course, I need to point that out, uh, Shane. Um, also, uh, Michael Sands and Tommy Harris are in it in the Lime Tree Theatre uh, this Thursday at 8 and uh, tickets available from the Lime Tree box office. And it is suitable um, for 12 years. Yeah. Up, so it's worth pointing that out as well. Shane Again, Casey, pleasure to talk to you. Well done on your success with the Young Offenders and everything else. Great to see you. Thanks very much, Joe. Talk to you soon. Take care. Bye. Bye. Call Limerick today now on 461995.